Guys, we're back for another exciting episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play. We're a little late, but that's okay because we have got a ton of cool stuff to talk about tonight. And I am really excited for tonight's show because I remember going way back, like way back like a year ago, sitting in a room with a whole bunch of my colleagues trying to come up with the name of this cool new golf concept and this this new structure that's being built in Lubbock, Texas. And we're going to talk all about that. And I remember the conversations from what's it going to be and what's it going to look like to the name, the color palettes, the logos. The, I mean, it was it was pretty cool to be involved. But tonight we've got Patrick and Buddy with us from 4Golf. We're going to talk all about the concept, the, where the name came from. I mean, I know where the name came from, but it's, it's a cool concept because as soon as you see it and as soon as you hear them talk about it, you're going to think Top Golf. But it's not Top Golf. It's better than Top Golf because it's it's as much as it's like Top Golf. It's so different, and it's got a much more family vibe to it. Just a much cooler concept, in my opinion. And quite frankly, I'm kind of over Top Golf. Like I've been, and it's a three-hour wait every time you go, and you're gonna spend a hundred bucks on food before you even swing a club. So, nothing against Top Golf because they've been on the show before. But before we get started, I, I usually have a beer in front of me, and I think the guys on the other side of the screen have a beer in front of them. But I'm drinking wine tonight because tonight's a special. It's a special week here on the hashtag Wednesday Match Play because just yesterday. On, on iTunes podcast, the hashtag Wednesday Match Play launched. So going way back, about probably six months, I played golf with the guy that runs Private Club Radio, and he said, "Hey, let's have a podcast for the hashtag Wednesday Match Play." And he had this concept that he was going to bring into a network that is now the Golf Radio Network. I've joined him. I've joined forces. It's now the second show along with Private Club Radio to join the Golf Radio Network. I'm excited about it because now it's just going to give you the opportunity to just listen to it. If you don't want to watch us, you can just listen to it. It's a 30-minute show every week. Obviously, it happens on Wednesdays, but it's going to be released all prior 60 episodes. Tonight's episode 61 will be released to the podcast over time, and it's just going to grow and be an awesome catalog of some of the best and brightest minds in the game of golf. So very excited for that. I'm raising a glass of wine and maybe finishing the bottle before the night's over to celebrate the hashtag Wednesday Match Play on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on SoundCloud, you name it. If you want to find this show, it's going to be everywhere. And the first six weeks is going to be very crucial. So if you watch the show, if you like the show, go to iTunes, rate it, review it, tell us what you think about it. We're looking at all those comments. A couple of past guests have left some comments today, so it's pretty cool to hear from them. So excited to have that happening. So I'm really excited about what's next and the growth that's happening with the hashtag Wednesday Match Play presented by Eat Sleep Golf, but I'm done talking. Let's talk for golf, buddy and Patrick. Welcome to the hashtag Wednesday Match Play, guys. Hey, hey thanks, Ricky. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, and cheers to you for your 61st, man. That's <laughs> hey, awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate that, man. And I, I, I'm gonna act like I don't know what for golf is now. For golf is managed by Trone, so I've got the inside scoop. I've got the backstory to it. Talk to me like I have no idea what it is elevator pitch what is it what do you do and what's it going to be when this place opens up go ahead patrick all right well we are a golf entertainment facility we have 60 climate controlled tee boxes each one of those tee boxes is going to have uh, the ability for six people to play in each tee box um, within that we're also going to have three bars uh, two different restaurant concepts an outdoor patio that's about 100 yards long and 50 it's about 100 by 50 um, so if you've that's ever, nice. if anybody's ever been out to Lubbock, uh, there's a need for outdoor space. 
So that's going to be great. Uh, the technology, I think we'll we'll have some technology talks here in just a second on, on why ours is different than some of our competitors and what we're doing. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's just going to be a really fun atmosphere for your friends to come out, for your family to come out, for your kids to come out, anybody who wants to, 8 your to spouse. 80, your, spouse, or your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Or your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eight to eight to eighty. That that that's who that's our, our target market. We're we know that there's most of our clientele will never have picked up a golf club. Um, we know that they're going to be new to the game, but we really hope they can come out and play the games and enjoy them. That's awesome. Well, I know that this thing has been happening for a long time, and you've gotten involved, and you've not always been in the United States. So we're going to talk about. It. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Now, the team at Eat Sleep Golf always does a good job in sending in questions, and honestly, I'm done writing my own questions because they send in so many. But the first one is, where did this thing start? Like, where did the concept start? How long have you been involved, and how did you get involved? Because you come from Bangalore, India, where you've been literally on the other side of the planet managing a golf club over there. So talk about that journey from concept implementation and how you got involved personally uh well it, it really all starts with jj and i wish he could have been here this evening jj colleen he's a former tour uh, former pga tour player um he really thought that lubbock needed something a bit different um he has a love and a passion for golf for growing the game of golf and he saw this as something that really could elevate uh, lubbock and give it something new and interesting to do um JJ has been working on this tirelessly uh, with with our the rest of our investment group for you know about two years now. Um, you know, and, and as far as you know, he's from from concept all the way up. They've architecture drawings, everything. This is their this is their baby. You know, they know every every nook, every cranny. They know everything about it. Um, you know, my involvement started in about November. Um, you know, I, with yes, I was in I was in Bangalore, India, working in my a lovely golf course overlooking mountains and dealing with monkeys and snakes on a golf course um, to then, you know, I spoke with the ownership group and they wanted me to come over and, you know, I, I saw this as such an interesting and unique opportunity because this is the next wave of golf and hopefully we can grow the game. Absolutely. Buddy, you want to talk about your? Absolutely. Well, I, uh, I'm a West Texas guy, um, have mainly been involved in oil and gas and then the restaurant business. Um, through uh, different franchises and uh, have spent the, the last, oh good heavens, you know, 20 years in the private sector. And uh, I, uh, it, it's kind of cool that I knew all these guys from back in the college days and, you know, right here in Lubbock, Texas, at you know, Texas Tech. And so um, as we got to talking one night over maybe a couple of beers and, uh, or at three, <laughs> and uh, then uh, it was like, well, you know, here's what we're doing. And it was, it, it, you always look as an entrepreneur, you always look for the next big thing, you know, the, the coolest thing and, and what's out there. And I actually, I played golf back in high school. I grew up in uh, West Texas in Big Spring, Texas, and um, was able to play for a couple of years. And then, so I've, I share that passion with Patrick and, and the rest of the group. But, you know, JJ Colleen, he, uh, he played at TCU, um, California guy, but uh, ended up going out on the pro tour. And so he and Bob Muzika, Bob went to Texas Tech from the from the Dallas Metroplex, and they it was kind of a over you know a, a couple of year period. But you know it, it's the cool thing about this is is from you know my stance, it's it's something that's needed. It's going to take yet another upswing for for golf, and, and it's a 
fantastic opportunity for everybody involved. Um, we're hoping that, you know, that we can grow the, the concept and, uh, you know, we can take on the competitors. But what we're really mainly focusing on or they want to focus on was uh, the midsize markets. Everybody wants to go to, you know, the million plus uh, communities. But, hey, you know, we can, you know, do real well out in the 250 to 300,000. And, you know, it's much needed out in West Texas. You know, you can go to the movies and you can do a few things. But really, there's nothing entertainment wise where you can take your 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 significant other or your your whoever and go out and rather than taking five or six hours to go play around a golf you can take an hour hour and a half and uh, and go and do it and then afterwards you can go watch the sunset over a glass of wine and so you know i went ahead and and it's i'm always thinking you know kind of what's what's coming down the pike and that fantastic opportunity for everyone involved here and once again i'm i'm kind of real big on local um are everyone from our you know, our, our building partner, our general contractor, he's one of the partners. He, you know, he, he is our general contractor and has been involved with building even Disney World. And so, you know, right here, you know, he, he's building this. He took this on and, you know, 53,000 square feet is a heck of a big undertaking. And so it, it's been great. And, and I did want to mention this about Patrick. You know, he's he doesn't brag on himself enough, but he's been with Troon for 14, 14 years. You know, he started off, he graduated from Texas A&M, uh, you know, what can you say about that? But, you know, especially, you know, moving to a Texas tech town where everybody bleeds red and black. Well, he's still got a little bit of maroon in his blood. But, you know, and so, you know, but he went with Troon to Mexico, to Cabo San Lucas, then went over to Dubai. Dubai, that's right. And then India after that. So he brings to the table uh, an incredible amount of management knowledge from the from the golf side and you know everyone on our team and you you'll hear me you know speak about team a lot is you know that they bring something special to the table and what it like it was explained to me even with the ownership group um you have a, a commercial real estate guy you have the ceo of a bank you have the you know one of the largest uh building contractors in texas um you know you have uh, a physician you have JJ Colleen, you know, who, and then we have a, 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 a two guys that are with a restaurant group that have, I think, 35 restaurants that are nationwide. And so they bring the, the food um, and, and beverage in this, you know, industry t- into it. And so you can see that we're very, very well rounded. And so that was that was kind of, you know, what what drew me to the to the project. And man, I'm having the time of my freaking life doing this it's fun it's exciting you know, even you know jj gets calls from all over the united states and you know probably all over the world about you know this being the the new big thing and we'll get into that a little bit later well that's a good segue because i'm going to get into that just a little bit right now so it does have a top golf vibe to it but it, like i said it's got so many different things to it than top golf but as it is top golf is like a just i feel like it's the coolest thing since sliced bread and it's really I mean, it's fun, but I'm not going there to play golf. Like, I'm going there to have a few beers and spend my paycheck because it's so expensive. Oh, come on. Come on, Rick. It's not that bad. Hey, you know, look, the, the space that they're in, they've done a great job. Uh, we have nothing but great things to say about what they've done and bringing, uh, growing the game of golf and bringing golf to a new level and making it, you know, uh, good for millennials. They, they've done a great job that way. Ours is, you know, 
Look, people will ask me, what are you? What are your differences between the two of you? Why are you different than what they're doing? And a lot of it is, it's the technology. And when we talk about our technology, we're using FlightScope, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Every T box will have a FlightScope. We're using a company uh, called Big Shots. Big Shots has integrated with all the FlightScope to create games. So you're actually tracking the ball from the FlightScope on every single shot you hit. So there, the, the, there is no. There's no pits in the grounds. There's no RFD chips in the balls. There's none of that. Um, you know, it's very different as far as the technology goes and what we're doing. The, the cool part and the part that you is a, you know, what are you, a four handicap now, Ricky? I wish. I'm up to a 7.4. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you, is it tournament season? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, it's really, you can put it in practice mode and it's going to give you all the feedback that you would get from a flight scope. You know, it's simplified. Obviously, it's, you know, we're talking about main characteristics, ball speed, distance, uh, launch angle, those things. It's not everything a flight scope can give you, but it's enough that if you wanted to go there and hit balls all afternoon, we're using Callaway golf balls, the regular practice balls, uh, all the clubs that we're using are Callaway golf clubs. Um, you know, they're, they're beautiful, they're beautiful clubs. Um, and you can really go have a practice session. And, you know, and, and plus a lot of folks, you know, back in the day, everyone had a, had a set of clubs and, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, from the expense side or what, but, you know, we're furnishing the clubs for them. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, we've got a, you know, Callaway, I'm, I'm hitting a, one of the X um, drivers right now. And, and you know, it, it's a hot club. You're, you're hitting high quality, top of the line clubs. And, and a lot of folks don't get that, that, so you do that as well as you supply the balls. So all they have to do is just show up and, you know, and, and for people, my generation, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Just show up and have fun. Yeah. Now, that's a good, a lot of good segues happening right now. So what's the pricing structure look like? How much does it cost? Is it by the hour? Is it by the day? Do you have memberships available? We do. We have both of those things. So we're going to do it, you know, broken down by um, starting off, we're going to do, you know, prime and non-prime. Um, it's by the T box, by the hour. Um, that, that is what we're going to do. We're going to have memberships. We're going to have a, a single membership, which is, you know, your individual golfer. Maybe that's you, Ricky. Um, and, you know, you can get one even though you live in Florida. We'll, we'll, we'll send you the details. Uh, but uh, then we'll have our what we call our four more membership, which is more of a corporate wild card. Um, but it could also be used within a family. You know, it's, it's the membership. We're only having 200 of each. So if they're going to go fast. Get them now. Get them while they're hot. Um, we, we believe that there's going to be corporates who want to be able to pass that to people within their company, within their um, client base. But there's also people who have a family. And let's say you have six kids and they all want to play golf. And, you know, they want to take their friends on Tuesday and they want to take their friends on Wednesday. Well, it's not that much more money. You know, it's about $250 a month for the four more pass and $150 for the uh, for the single pass for the for the four one is what we call it. So, you know, you're not paying that much more money and you have some pretty good perks. So this place isn't open yet. When does it open? Like I wanted to open now. We're, we're trying. You know, we're we're working on it. That's not really it behind us. You know? oh, come on. <laughs> what is it behind it? It looks awesome, and that's a again a good segue to my next question. But do you have an opening date? We have an opening time frame. Uh, let me let me put it that way. We are middle of July is when we're going to start doing our testing. When we're going to start doing our soft opening. When we're going to start doing just a few. You know, all of those tests, there's a lot of time and effort being put into the service component of this. Um, we have to get that right. Uh, and not only for moving forward, but for West Texas, there's a big 
service culture here. People are very keyed into the fact that they like good service. They will not go back to places that do not treat them the way that they feel they need to be treated for the money they're spending. And you know, and, and you were you were touched on something a while ago. You know, we want some we want to make sure that all of our guests feel like they got a good value for the price that they paid. And you know, we're we're basically we're forty dollars an hour for the tea box and and that's peak time. So, you know, you, you take four of your, you know, buddies come in, you know, eight bucks a piece for, you know, for five of you. That's, that's a pretty good deal. And yes, we do serve beer and as well as a full line of alcohol. And then non-peak, uh, I think we're at $20 an hour. And, uh, you know, and with the, the memberships, you come in, it's free and non-peak and, and uh, you know, reduced price during, you know, during regular times. So that enables the guy or, or girl that, you know, that wants to come out and work on their game as well as just learn, we we do, and something we haven't touched on is we we have a full golf academy uh, out here that JJ Clean is over, as well as um, um, a gentleman that has come over with him that is an assistant pro at a club here. Well, for the city of Lubbock, that's a huge deal, and there's nothing else like it that you can come in there. You can get videotaped. We're using the flight scope. He has a short game area that with you know that's that's all on turf, as then then. You know, he opens up his uh, his um, bays and he's hitting right out in uh, you know into the uh, the range, as well as you know he's giving private instruction. He's giving you know he's he's doing all club fitting and so forth, and so that is you know takes it just to the next level for Lubbock. And I keep on saying Lubbock. It, you know, we we draw from the area probably about 200 miles, 150 miles, and out here you know for the metroplex and so forth. You know, they're used to driving. Well, you can well pull people that'll drive two hours to come to this and this that's a big deal for them as well as the the entry-level golfer who wants to come in and learn the game from a professional that's unheard of and so you know that that's just yet another part of it. we have probably four or five different entities under one roof which like i said is fifty-three thousand square feet it's a big roof <laughs> it's it's a hell of a lot of roof <laughs> now you guys are crushing it with social media so as a social media junkie i can just appreciate every ounce of that who's doing it all and tell them to keep doing it give that person a raise because they are just i mean golf clap for whoever's doing your social media marketing well renee renee davis is our director of sales and marketing and she has a great team working with her um she you know she really coordinates everything to make sure that we're not just hitting the same thing over and over again where we're, we're coming up with different things we're coming up you know the brainstorming sessions these guys go through to come up with a new and innovative thing when we don't even have a building yet you know we're not we're not even in our building and the stuff they're coming up with is just really fun it's creative it's different um they put a lot of time into the graphics to make sure that it all matches our brand standards you know we we make sure we follow our uh, you know brand standards every time we put something out because our image is everything you know we can't you can't put out a video of me and buddy this is probably the worst video we've ever put out so i'm sorry ricky yeah. but uh, <laughs> it just proves that you guys are human but you're drinking beer and, and the one night that i'm not drinking beer out of the entire history of this show i'm not drinking beer and you guys crack open one that's all right now <laughs> The short term is just get this building open, but is the long term goal to have more of these to like have them just in Texas, just one? You want to have them all over the country, all over the world? Kind of what's the long term vision of Four Golf? World domination, man. <laughs> I, we, we're we're hoping that you know that that we you know first things first, you know let, let's you know take some baby steps. We need to get this one down to an art 
so that, you know, it's running smooth. And absolutely, we're all hoping that, you know, that, that we build 10, 20, 50, 100 of these things. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, mid-sized markets, I think are very underserved. And so, you know, that, that's our goal at, at this point. But, you know, the main thing, and, and you mentioned something a while ago, JJ's dream is just to build the game of golf. Uh, you know, we've seen kind of a decline in it. Uh, I think that with these concepts, that that's what's going to build us back. You know, kind of you can call it the tiger effect. You know, we, we talked about that a little bit earlier, but you know, I, I, you know, and and so you know, we're but we're hoping is is you know, millennials as well as Gen X as well as you know, baby boomers. You know, they don't ha unfortunately don't have the time to go out and and spend you know five to six hours on a golf course on a very regular basis. You know, it's just too much going on in life. Where you can come out with us, you can take an hour, two hours, and you know, and and really work on your game of golf. There's always going to be a need for golf courses. Please don't, you know, get the wrong idea that we're trying to take and, and even cut into that section. Uh, there's nothing like going out here to the Rawls course in Texas, voted number two Muni course in the state of Texas uh, this last month. Um, you know, there's nothing like going out and just crushing one, and then you know you know, then hit it up for a birdie. You'll, you'll never replace that. But with us, you know, what we're doing is, is technology has taken its, it's, it's taken a hold. And with Flightscope, we have five different games that you can play on that. You can, you know, blow things up. You can hit islands. You can take and, and play, was it five different courses? Five different courses right now that'll be expanded as we go. And, and so, you know, that, you know, the virtual world is here to stay. And you know the the millennials are already used to it. That's you know, but they want instant. You know, let's let's get in and get out. And so you know, we're hitting every spectrum of the golf industry. And Ricky, I'm sure you're interested. Our nets are 286 yards long, but if you're doing the long drive competition, it does an algorithm to to carry it further than that. Okay. Okay. And and if you want to try to hit it over the nets, it's it'll be about a 330 yard carry. I know that's like. Three wood to hybrid for you, but yeah, I could probably get my three wood over that. That's all right, though. Yeah, I'll dial it down when I come out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll ask you to get off the second deck. Yeah. We'll. Now, Troon is involved. This is a part of the Troon Golf family of brands. How much has Troon been involved in the implementation? Because, like, I see Rhonda Spain. He was actually at Tiburon today through the remastering project we're doing on the black course. So he's in there and he's got his boots on the ground doing the golf course reconstruction. This isn't a golf course. So what's Troon's impact been on the foundation of this concept through the implementation of this project? We you know, we get so much help on a daily basis from Troon. There's probably not a day that goes by where I don't talk to somebody from the Troon corporate office, whether that be Jim Vellington, our, our vice president, whether that be John Bartolomo, whether that be Will with the, you know, the training programs for food and beverage, whether it be Elizabeth Ross with our HR, you know, you know Mobby doing hiring. We, you know, they're, they're just across the board, we're, we're hiring 400 people. It is, it's a task. Um, and their support and their help in some of just the organization of that and how we're going to make that work with things like getting paperwork done. Uh, how are we going to get all this filed? How are we going to get all this into our payroll systems? Uh, they've, they've been very instrumental in doing all that and been so helpful with, you know, I, I'm the only person on the property who had been a true employee previously. So there's a lot of the learning curve of, you know, benefits, 
uh, HR policies, all of those things. And they've been nothing but gracious with us and helpful with our time. Even when we've been slow and, you know, even when, even when we mess things up and even when I send them the wrong form, you know, they, they've been very, very good to us as far as just being patient and realizing that, you know, we are new and we are different. They can't, we can't be fit into a cookie cutter. Um, Jim helps with that a lot and just thinking, you know, he's a very analytical thinker and the fact that he looks at it and goes, what are the different things that we need to look at that could happen down the road? And he really pushes me and pushes Buddy to think of those things so that we don't fall into pitfalls as we open. Well, and, and you know, and they bring a lot of weight to the table that, that you know, no other, you know, type of, of business like this in the country has. I mean, they, they, they're phenomenal at, at what they do. I would hate to think of trying to go through this process without them. Um, you know, whenever you mention golf, you know, Trun is synonymous with them. And so, you know, that it's something, it, it's a great marriage. And if you'll remember, I said it earlier, everybody, everyone brought something to the table. Trun brought the, the biggest piece of the, of, of the puzzle to the table. Just as long as you have a good local beer on tap for Bellington when he shows up, because he's like me, he's a beer guy. So uh, we, we've taken him for a few. You know, he we do have one uh, we do have one brewery here. Uh, there's actually a second one, kind of I think starting. Um, so we've we've got some good local beer. Texas beer is pretty impressive. It's growing out here. So we're we're, we're gonna you know that actually segues into something having to do with the facility, which is kind of funny. Is you know a lot of our focus, especially from the beer side, we're gonna have twelve taps. Um, we want to showcase Texas. We want to showcase local. And so, of course, you got to have your big ones. You got to have your Bud Lights and your Miller Lights and your Coors Lights because that is going to be a Mick Ultra. Yep, that's going to be, you know, official beer of the PGA Tour. Cabernet, uh, I mean, just for special <laughs> occasions. But the rest of those beers, we want to make sure we're pulling craft beers from the state of Texas. We want to we want to show that there is there is great beer here. There's great things. We, we've gone to painstakingly long efforts, tasting and tasting and tasting, to make sure that we pull the right beers for our facility. And, and, I, and somebody's got to do it. We're still, we're still tasting. I know, and, and you know, we'll, we'll be tasting probably through opening uh, to make sure we get the right ones. But you know, and, and that goes not not just for the you know, just for the beers. There's a beautiful Texas whiskeys. There's great Texas wines. I don't know if you know about the you know the Highland country kind of where we are. The there's a lot of great wineries up here. It's actually a good wine growing area, and it's really starting to expand now. So we're trying to make sure that you know we are local. We want to showcase local. We want to be able to do a Texas wine, or, you know, Texas wine flight. We want to be a Texas whiskey flight, a uh, Texas beer flight. You know, we want to be able to show people. Maybe somebody comes in from out of state and, oh, we've never heard of half of these beers. Well, hang on. Why don't you try them? You know, a raw red, you know, out of uh, Fort Worth or some of the, I know Carbox has been bought by, you know, one of the bigger companies, but they're still a Texas beer, in my opinion. Still made in Texas. You know, Deep, uh, Deep Ellum IPA, you know, it's one of the, you know, yet again, another, met, you know, Metroplex um, brewery. It, we got, it, it's it's unheard of, you know, how fast that everything is happening with in the, indus, in the alcohol industry, and it continues to, you know, grow and grow and grow. And, you know, we're just really proud to be a part of it. So, Patrick, I want to be a GM, and I want to do it overseas. So you and I have that in common just right off the bat. Now, yep. Having done that, having gone from here to there and back, and also having been a general manager, you've been all the way from an assistant pro, like the whole, you've been through the whole gamut, right? So what's the difference in between being a GM at a green grass facility 
initially overseas, I mean, more than even in the United States, compared to being a GM at a property like this. Like, you've got just as many things going on more in your current capacity. So can you even compare the two? And what what did you learn in the, your years growing and becoming a GM at a Greengrass Club internationally that has helped you where you are today? It, it's all a people business. I mean, that, that's what it is at the end of the day. You're, you're dealing with, I had 250 employees in my last golf course. Um, this is going to be 400. It's managing personalities. Now, this is this would be probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, food and beverage operation that True Golf runs. Um, it is much more food and beverage heavy, but running tea boxes is a bit like running tea times. You know, you're, you're managing your inventory. It's the same thing if you've run bedrooms in a hotel. It, you're, all you're doing is you're making sure that everything's clean, ready to go. There's a person, you know, there to greet them at the front. There, there's a lot there that there's similarities. You know, the biggest difference is some of the cost factors uh, and dealing with P&Ls, you know, anybody who really knows the golf business, um, knows that green grass facilities unless they're very well managed and very well maintained there isn't that much profitability within the golf aspect it's the food and beverage that drives a lot of that and that's something that, that this property has and it's been a great learning experience for me working with keith rogers our director of food and beverage and buddy it, you know this is all this is a 50 percent food and beverage and that's going to be the, the adjustment that I have to make is there, there's some adjustment there where instead of going from 30% up to 50 to 60, depending on our, our business mix. See, like when I, when I become a GM, that's going to play into my favor because I love to eat. Like I love food. So I feel like that's just going to be a niche for me, right? Ricky, we even have sushi here. <laughs> Jalapeno popper sushi. Yes, we hey, have that. Hey, it, you know, Ricky, I, I will say it is – it is a bit of training wheels. It's getting, you know, it's getting people to understand that sushi isn't just all raw fish. We're going to have some ahi tuna. We're going to have some nice things like that. But we're also going to have a few of the, you know, fajita roll uh, with, a, with a little bit of cooked food in it, just in case people aren't as familiar with it. You know, our menu is so diverse. Uh, there, there's been so much time and effort spent into this with so many very smart people who understand what we're trying to accomplish that. You know, I, I can't say enough about the, the cool stuff. And I was here for three months and put on a solid 20 pounds because our food and beverage director, director forced me to eat and, and taste a few beers uh, on, on a very regular basis. And it was so good I couldn't stop. So I've, I've had to go on a diet until we open. Um, so I'm, I'm you lost about 20. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm back down. I'm back to you. Yeah. You leveled back out. We have free lunch here at Tiburon and every day I'm like, oh, it's pork loin and mashed potatoes and I'm going to eat it all. Awesome. And then tomorrow it's hamburgers and mac and cheese. Awesome. Well, he, so, we're, we're getting him back in, in to the, the, the product or the, he, we have a place called Evie May's barbecue here and yeah. Patrick, that's his new, new love. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Now I didn't tell you before we went live, this was going to fly live. We're already over 30 minutes, but I don't care because I love talking about this stuff and this is such a cool concept. And I talked a little bit at the beginning, but before we jump to the back nine, two questions are left. One, where in the world can people learn more about four golf? And two, what do you want us to expect? Like I have no idea what four golf is and I show up. What's that experience like? So where can I learn about it and what's the experience like? So you can learn about it right now on our Facebook page, which is for golf. Uh, we have a Twitter account, which is at for golf. We have an Instagram account, which is also at for golf. Uh, our, our website, which will be www.the letter, or sorry, the number four, 
ore.com. Uh, that will be up and live in the next few weeks. Uh, we're just on the final stages of that. We're just like everything else. We're trying to make sure that it comes across under our brand standards and looks beautiful. Um, what to expect when you walk in, buddy? Why don't, why don't you hit them? A hell of a lot of fun. You know that that's and the, the that's our our key word that we describe for is just have fun, and you know and and it's the guy and and the really cool idea behind this is is golf can be a little intimidating, and so you know what we're hoping is is that we'll be able to attract more women to the to the industry, but they can come out there and if they hit a whiff ball like ninety percent of mine are, it's okay. You know it, it's it may go over there and hit something, but you know the next one. Man, you may just you know crush it, and so what they can expect is is to have a really good time that's golf based. But what I think other people have missed is the food and beverage side of it, the people side. You know, we're people oriented, and we want folks to just come out and enjoy, have a good time, feel like they they've you know that they want to come back. That's but, awesome. Well, that's and, awesome. and grow the game, grow the game of golf. That's what I can I love that. That's awesome. Well, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on the show. My wine glass is almost empty. Your beer cans are almost empty. But before I let you go, we have this segment called The Back Nine. It's just fun. Nine, talking about fun, nine random golf-related questions. Since there's two of you, you both have to answer each question. I'll let you decide who goes first, but are you ready? Yeah, right. I'm ready. Who is your favorite LPGA Tour player? Right now, Ricky Fowler. No, LPGA. Oh, L LPGA. <laughs> Darina, Darina Pillar. Well, you don't even get an answer. No, buddy, you're done. No, no. Ricky, Fowler. beer or wine? And I have to, I don't even know why I asked this. It's got to be beer, but beer or wine? Beer, beer. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you have a choice when you're at for golf, but do you listen to music when you play golf? Yes. He listens to rap <laughs> or country western. Yeah, we, you know. I, I tend to like a little bit of country. <laughs> so I listen to dance music and everything else. Like, so I can relate to rap and country in the same conversation. <laughs> I am in between golf balls. I'm thinking about switching. What golf ball do you currently play? Uh, Callaway. The, the new Callaway HX Chrome. HX Chrome. Well, I'm, I'm a Titleist guy, but uh, I, I'm, I'm learning now that, uh, that Callaway is one of our sponsors. That, you know, that we, I hate Callaway now. Oh, okay, good. You have a hat that says Callaway, too. Favorite golf movie? Uh, Tin Cup. Good, and thank you. Nobody ever says that. That's so good. I can watch that movie a thousand times. Was it Bagger Vance? <laughs> and no one has ever said that, and I don't want them to. So, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you don't even know the name of it. You're like, oh, what is it, Bagger Vance? The Legend of Bagger Vance featuring Will Smith, yes. Hey, we, we say JJ is our real-life Roy McAvoy. He He's is. a West <laughs> driving range pro. <laughs> That's what he'll do. Awesome. So I have to assume you have, but have you played the Rawls course at Texas Tech, another Troon facility? Multiple times. Greg Greg Winter, the general manager over there, is very gracious to us. He knows – I think he might want to come over and drink a few beers once we're open, so he's been very nice to us and let us come over quite a few times. We actually played the Rawls on uh, Friday. Pat had uh, had uh, a little bit of uh, – uh, Stomach stomach problems and had to had to go in. I couldn't I couldn't make yeah, all 18. He, he couldn't make 18, but, uh, yeah, it's a great course, course, like I mentioned earlier. Awesome. What is your favorite restaurant, not a restaurant at Four Golf in Lubbock? Evie Mays. Campisi's. Oh, yeah. I don't know either one of those, and I want to go to them both. Hey, man. Campisi's is a great Italian restaurant. They're out of the Dallas area. We're actually featuring two of their pizzas on our menu. Yep. Um, and they're, they're, they're delicious. Very good. And Evie Mays barbecue, and I, I can't get enough barbecue. 
I do like pizza. I've had pizza like three days in the last week. And love pizza. Now, um, I, I preface this this next question. Um, I'm his biggest fan. He's all around me in the room. He's staring at me and art and posters. And I'm Tiger's biggest fan. Okay, so be careful how you answer this, and do not let the happenings of the last three days affect your answer by any means. But do you think Tiger breaks Jack's record? Why or why not? No. Uh, it, it, he may be get back to the point where he can win a golf tournament and get back to somewhere where he is competing on the PGA Tour. But, man, I was out at the Byron Nelson the other day and watching these guys play. They're all elevating their game. They're getting to a new level. And he may be able to get back with them, but he's never going to get back to the point where he's so far ahead of them that he's just dominating majors again. It, it just won't happen. That's, that's a, a good answer. I don't like it, but I'll <laughs> allow it. Well, Bonnie, please have a better answer for me. Well, I mean, unfortunately, the you know time is ticking on on uh, Patrick, on Patrick, <laughs> on Tiger, excuse me. And so, you know, I think that he he's probably done. You know, I hate to say that he's a hell of an athlete, and uh, you know, I think that he'll he'll come back and 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 play, but I don't think that he can ever reach the 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 peak that he was at. All right. I don't like either one of those answers. But what, what do you want? What, what do you want? What's your opinion? Right now, I just want him to be able to just, you know, not be trending on Twitter because of the fact that he can't drive home safely at night. That, I, Yeah. I, to my opinion, and I've said it a million times, I don't think he's done. I don't think he forgot how to play golf. I think for the first time in his career, he's waited to get healthy before coming back. And I think that if – he can get to the point that he can win two or three on the tour and then get and win one more major. I think if he wins one more, he breaks the record by, by three, because when he gets one more, he gets that monkey off his back and he can figure out how to just do what he was good at. That was winning golf tournaments. And I don't think that that's gone. I don't think that, I think he's, he's so built as an athlete. I don't think that, that I mean, his age, he's 41. He'll be 42 the next time he plays on tour. I don't think that that, this is big of a part of it. I think that if he gets one more major, it's over. He goes on and wins five or four or five more if he wins one more. But he's got to get one more. You, you've read the Oz principle. You're living life above the line. I mean, <laughs> no, that's, that's well, and and I'm, it's also a little self-serving because I collect his memorabilia, and I've got so much stuff that if he doesn't break the record, I have nothing to do with it. It's worthless. I got paperweights everywhere. <laughs> well, and you're, you can't take anything away from him. He, he's he's probably one of the best athletes in by far, probably one of the best things that ever happened to golf, other than you know than Jack Nicholas. Uh, you know, it just they're, they're 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 equal in my in my view. They're they're both you know have a, a lot of God given talent. Your final question of your hashtag Wednesday match play, and before you answer this, it can't be just opening the doors. What's next for four golf? Well. We want to give an experience to our guests that is something new and entertaining for Lubbock. We want to be uh, the premier place to go, and we really want to showcase that we are something different, that our technology is very different and very interesting and maybe works better for the um, regular golfer and for the person who's just walking in for the first time. Buddy, anything that you want to add to that before we let you go? What's next for us is, you know, we, like Patrick said, you know, we want to make sure that everyone has a great experience and we want to be synonymous with golf out in West Texas. And then as we progress into other markets, you know, we, we want them to know that 
we're at, you know, at the, we have everything at the highest standards and that they can come out and expect a great, great time and have a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like fun. I hope that I can get back to Lubbock at some point. I have been to Lubbock because I remember driving past. It was dark, but I remember seeing the Rawls of Texas Tech sign. And I remember the traffic being so bad there that I didn't. I just wanted to leave. So I didn't get a C4 golf, so I got to have an excuse to come back, and that's going to be it. You're going to have to show me all the local beers and all the local spots. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Your beer cans are empty. My wine glass is empty. Dinner is almost ready. The Wednesday match play, like I said at the start of tonight, is going to be available not only on YouTube, it's going to be on Stitcher and on SoundCloud and on iTunes and Google Play. It's all over the place. If you want it, you're going to be able to find it. And as always, on the hashtag Wednesday match plays, you have to remember to eat, sleep, golf.